Hey there, friends. It's Nick. It's episode uh, 196 of the Story Hacker podcast. Welcome, welcome. So last night, my family and I were watching one of those, <laughs> one of those epic compilation com- compilations. Excuse me, of fails on the YouTube. You know the kind of thing. It's uh, <laughs> it's when like I don't know a grown man is trying to use a kid's trampoline while riding a tricycle dressed as a bat or something, or someone's trying to pilot a tea tray down a flight of stairs. You know, it's that kind of crazy, stupid thing. And there's a really interesting divide in our family between how we watch it. On the one hand, we have uh, my wife and my son who kind of watch it through their fingers. They, uh, you know, their whole bodies clench and they feel every landing and they feel every sort of broken bone. And there's my daughter and I who who kind of laugh like drains. But it's the kind of thing that I, I guess I sometimes want to watch if I need just like an injection of... I don't know, happy hormones, because it really makes me laugh. And I think the reason that I can laugh at that stuff is because there's, there's sort of a Darwinistic <laughs> kind of thing going on. You sort of feel, well, if you're the kind of person who wants to pilot a tea tray down a flight of stairs, then maybe maybe your genes should be eradicated from the gene pool. You know, I, I joke, obviously, but you get the idea. You know, they, these people are trying stuff out that's crazy very often. And um, <laughs> they're living with the consequences of their action. And um, there's quite an interesting relevance, I think, to what's going on at the moment. Here, here we are in the UK, we're in the middle of this corona thing. Well, I say in the middle, we're sort of near the start, really. But it's ramping up. You know, the graph is ramping up. I think there were 87 deaths in the UK yesterday. Um, but what we're seeing in the media is lots of photographs of people still packed together and particularly it's true on trains where at the moment the number of people going to work in in London for example is exceeded the reduced capacity of the tube so people are being forced together and that is obviously um, you know a terrible issue and a particular problem Um, and then even worse from my point of view I suppose are are the photographs we saw of the weekend of people out and about you know, enjoying themselves in crowded spaces. And so one of the things that I talk about when I talk about my story structure, kind of the basic story structure is character, conflict and consequence, right? And um, on YouTube, in the fails videos, the character and the conflict and consequence are all linked. But what we're seeing here with this coronavirus, and it is the real, the hardest thing about it, is that the characters and the consequences of those actions are not linked. For example, I mean, you know, there, is a, there is a conversation going on, and I totally get it, about whether the, the cure is worse than the disease. And that, that seems to be happening more in the States, in the US, than it is here. But I understand it, because for most people, the consequences of ignoring the official instructions to stay apart and stay at home are tiny. They are tiny and um, they, are, they are not linked. So the consequences are not, the real consequences are not linked to our actions. And it's one of the reasons why people look at things and say, well, hold on, if I don't go to work, I don't get paid. And then some really dark stuff will happen. And I'm relatively young, I'm relatively fit. The chances of me actually dying from this thing are tiny. And it's true. I mean, it's true. That's the problem. On the flip side, I said yesterday I was going to talk about my dad today. My dad is special, not just to me and my sister. <laughs> he, uh, 
he got a text from the UK government on Monday telling him he was special. He's one of the one and a half million people in the UK who have gone into this shielding protocol where they're, they're literally not supposed to leave home for 12 weeks. And that's because, well, he's not just special once. He's got COPD, which is a respiratory problem. But he's also being treated for cancer, lung cancer, at the moment. So he's doubly, doubly special. Um, and he's the one, and people like him are the one, on who the consequences will fall if we all ignore this advice. And it's, it's a very tricky thing. And as someone who thinks about story, you know, one of the... You know, again, if I talk about that triangle, character, conflict, consequence... One of the things that makes powerful stories is having those things linked up. And right now, they aren't linked up in the real world in relation to coronavirus. And that is causing us a big problem. I will, I will just say, just to finish off, that my dad is, is amazing. He's an inspiration to me. When he, sent about, he told us about this text, we had a video chat. And um, he said, the only problem is I'm still allowed to wash up. So, you know, I'm just waiting for the one that tells me I shouldn't do that. Likewise, that I was talking to an old lady down the lane um, yesterday, just to make sure she had what she needed. She said, I'm fine, Nick, I'm fine. I've got the dog and I've got plenty of wine. <laughs> so there is this, you know, there's this wonderful spirit um, in some people. And I think uh, along, with, along with my lack of height, one of the things I got from my dad was kind of an innate sense of optimism and innately sort of positive take on things. So... Thanks, Dad. Stay safe. Stay home. And um, if everyone could follow the government advice, then maybe uh, people like those two will uh, come out of this all right in the end. Anyway, thanks for listening. Wherever you are, I hope you're... I hope your life's okay, and I hope you can see the positive side. And um, take care. Speak to you tomorrow. Bye now. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.